Welcome or welcome back to Below the Dot Podcast, where we recap and discuss a new episode of Degrassi The Next Generation every throwback Thursday from the Degrassi Black Hole. I am one of your hosts, Terry McGregor. I'm your other host, Chris Sharp. And yes, today, welcome back. <laughs> and welcome back. But today we're recapping. Um, what are we recapping? We are recapping the iconic season three, episode three, titled You Got the Look. But before we dive into the episode, we're going to start with some trivia for Terry. No trigger warnings, no special guests this week, just a really good episode. <laughs> and Chris and Terry, like the good old days. I don't know. <laughs> yes. All right. So my first question is, what does S-I-T-E stand for? I know you wasn't paying attention. See, this is the thing. You know, okay, ask me the question one more time. <laughs> glasses? Mm-hmm. Wear your glasses? Yes, you're looking very stylish today. Thanks. You know, I hate going to the office, but I do like getting a good fit off every now and then when I do have that's to why, go. That's why you be modeling on TikTok and shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, what does S-I-T-E stand for? I'm so mad. <laughs> I have no clue. Ahem. Students improving the environment. Oh my god. I see I I'm just like that. all the boys that were there at that event. Stupid ass meeting. Yeah. <laughs> Not paying attention. Just looking at Manny. All right. What song does Craig know the words to? I'm so over it. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say it's something by a George, but I wouldn't have been able to tell you the rest of that. Yes. Wow. And all his friends laughed at him. Yeah. I do. I think, see, I was definitely more worried about the outfits because my tidbit is, of course, if you do not know and do not follow all the other Degrassi pages that there are to exist. You would know that Cassie Steele, who plays Manny in this episode, actually recently did a collab with a brand called Hot Lava, and they came out with a bunch of thongs to pay homage to this episode, and, you know, it's a very iconic episode. They It came out in April of 2022, so they actually don't have too many options left, but one that you can still buy, and that, spoiler alert, I will be doing an outfit little thing for our Instagram for this. Oh, good. Um, Because, I mean, how could you not? But you can still buy the one that says hot. And I think that's the most important one. It's a blue lace thong that says hot on it. Um, Apparently, it's sustainable. And she collabed with this brand. And it's very iconic. They had a bunch of other ones. But, I mean, as you can imagine, they sold out. But you can still get a hot thong um, and support Cassie Steele and this sustainable brand called Hot Lava. So that is one of them. And I will be linking that on our Instagram because that's going to be a part of the outfit. Spoiler alert as well. Honestly, what I really should be dressing as this year with my daughter is Emma and Manny. You really see this is the thing. It's the perfect time for Halloween. I love that we got to this episode in October, giving the girls a little bit of time to get ready because you could fully be Manny. It's like who would not know who you are? I think we're going to be an, actually, and by I think I mean I already ordered the outfits for another <laughs> really fun duo. 
that I'm not going to say and reveal because honestly, no one cares. So I'm sorry. I don't want to be that person who's not, <laughs> who's like, yeah, the big reveal, it's not going to be a big reveal. I just don't want to say it in case it looks like shit. So like, that's fair. It's not like a special reveal, but it's like if I put it on and it doesn't look stupid, then I want to have the option to change my mind and return it. So yeah. I will not speak uh, of it until I'm sure, for sure it's going to work out. Um. Anyway, and, and any other tidbits? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm over here dying. A bitch could have <laughs> muted herself. Oh, I'm totally lying. They still have the Miss Manning thong available too. So, you know, mm. we'll link that as well. Um, Rob, the only other thong girl. Yes, exactly. Did they name one that? Because they should have. <laughs> um, the only other thing I noticed, which was random, is I'm sure that this opening was when we watched season or episode one and two of this season had already been a thing, but I wasn't paying attention to it like that because I noticed that they have Terry as like a hockey player in this new opening with all the updated characters. And when have we ever seen the hockey team or Terry on the hockey team in this when? season? And have we when? even seen Terry up until this point? No. I'm tired. No, we have not. Huh? No, we have not. <laughs> even so Spoon didn't even talk to her about changing lockers. Right. That bitch has been M-I-A. I'm sick of it. That was my only other thing. Because I was just like, oh, yeah, like the new opening. This is exciting. Everyone's grown. They finally added Marco. And then you see Terry with the hockey jersey on. So whatever. Oh, oh damn. This is the episode where I have to share my really embarrassing tidbit. We'll get there when we get there. Um, So... <laughs> As we all know, it's my favorite episode ever. I'm pretty sure this is around the time when I started watching. This truly may have been my first episode. I don't remember. I have a really shitty memory of my childhood. But I was. this is definitely an episode I was watching when I was up late babysitting the little boy down the street. <laughs> this is an episode that I saw at their house. So um, there's some, some sporting event going on in Degrassi and Manny was playing cheerleader. Was it like a soccer game? I don't know. And after an iconic win, Manny goes up to Sully to tell him that he did great. Now, we have seen Sully before when Spinner tried to sell Jimmy his Jimmy's stolen MP3 player. That was the first time we Mm -hmm. saw him. And now he's back. Unfortunately. Yeah. He brushes off Manny's advances. And later, Spinner, or just shortly after, Spinner and Paige tell Manny she's not really Sully's type, but she'd be adorable with someone else. Manny's super annoyed because she's like, I don't want to be adorable. It's like, it's childish. Right. And Paige is like, well, girl, if you don't want to be adorable, then change your image. Leave. You know what? Looking back now, I didn't remember Paige being the one to say this, but it totally makes sense. Like, very, I'm serious. Very if much. you're going to listen to anybody and take their advice to be an it girl, you got to go to the OG it girl. And that's Paige. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't bad advice. You don't, if you don't like it, change it. I'm pretty sure that is like a summary of what's her face's name. You know, the one who be writing all them things like scandals <laughs> and how to go uh, and get away with murder. Oh, I don't know. You know that bitch. <laughs> now I got a, Shonda. Shonda rhymes. Oh, okay, okay. book. Her little book. It was like a year of yes. That's basically what her book says in a nutshell. So you don't have to read Shonda Rhimes' book, a year of yes. You could just listen to Paige, who said, if you don't like your image, change it. And that's, that's what fun. Shonda said, too. She was the OG. <laughs> All right. So Manny and Emma get to school the next day. They're discussing their plans for the school year. Emma's mission is to spearhead a mission to improve the environment. Manny tells Emma that she's not trying to try to be hot this year. She removes her sweatshirt to reveal a new outfit and hairstyle. 
which results in getting the attention from JT. Really, all she does is just take the scrunchie out of her hair and shake. But I guess she's not wearing those pigtails anymore. So that is a new look. That's true. She looks more grown, as all the characters do. But she really looks more grown in comparison to when she had five pigtails or like five braids in her head three episodes right. ago. So. Right. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, at Degrassi, Craig is finally off being grounded. What was he grounded for? Uh, for taking Emma to oh, Stilfield, wherever that was the literally was. just an episode ago. I cannot believe I forgot. Yeah, that should have so, been uh, my trivia because I got that. You're right. <laughs> so, um, Craig is done being grounded, so he can start practicing for his band. Joey overhears nosy ass, and he suggests that they use his garage as a practicing space. He gets super excited about this because, in case you missed it, the first hundred times. Joey was once in a band. Everybody wants a band. Later that evening, Sydney and Joey are spending some time together. Sydney's admiring the atmosphere when their piece is interrupted by Craig's band, which Sydney initially confuses for the sound of road work. Girl. <laughs> they pop into their practice session and Joey gets a little carried away with himself. He hypes up the, bo- the band in an effort to share his expertise on the subject. Craig is really embarrassed and the guys are annoyed. That's it. Everybody wants something they'll never give up. Everybody wants something they'll take your money and never give up. Um, back at Degrassi, JT is, tries flirting with Manny during science class. JT has never had any game. Like, name a time in the series when you've seen JT have any game. Honestly. even It's funny because his approach, even with the teacher, which was super inappropriate, was the same thing. Like, just very corny jokes that no one's going to fall for. You got to try and harder I, than that. And I'm looking back to, like, or looking forward to when he ha- he has a whole girlfriend and I remember there's one line where he's like bragging and boasting about how like basically their summer of sex. And it's just gross. Ew. Like and I have, and I, honestly, y'all know what it is. I don't like JT right. and I don't like his fucking teeth. So maybe I that's why. I him this episode and I was just like, yo, his hair is so annoying. And then I looked you at see? his teeth and I was like, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Sorry to this kid or this man who was a child. But I, you know what? For the record, I didn't like his ass when I was a child either. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway, he's trying to do like doodle interpretation, much to Liberty's annoyance. Liberty like keeps turning around. Shh, 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 her, her ass. She Manny and Emma her. are after school shopping at the mall and Manny demonstrates her great taste in hats with a matching bucket hat. <laughs> Manny says she's glad that JT is interested because it means her new look is working, but her look re- remains a little bit too tame. She notices a thong and says that's exactly what her look needs to bring it to the next level. Emma, in true Emma the Menace fashion, says they shouldn't sell clothes like that at the mall. Girl. But this is my question. Where else are they going to sell them? It's a thong. Like, where right. else are you going to get it? At the Wally World? Like, Right. I mean, and I'm pretty sure they sell them at Walmart. Do they have Walmart in Canada? Yes, I, I know, think so. Right? Um, the funny thing for this, too, is the fact that there was a cart full of thongs 
is hilarious, but those carts do normally have the most random things because they're changed every like four weeks. Like nothing ever stays at one of those carts. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the just fact that thongs were just hanging up. Yes, Walmart is in Canada too. I okay. expected it to be, but I can't confirm. I literally, because I would have just went along. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like they would have more targets than Walmart's, but you know, they do have thongs at Wally World. But yeah. here, she got a very niche special thong at the mall cart. Yes. Um, where are we? This does, Manny's not discouraged. She's like, girl, I'm getting a thong and I'm showing up the next day in my lowrider jeans and a bright blue thong sticking out of her pants, which not going to lie. It's really weird watching this as an adult, but it's like, I did originally watch this as a child and the target demographic for this show, me as a child, 13 years old, looking at a 13 year old wearing, it still, still reads as weird. Cause it's like, there was adults around. I don't know. I want to hope that they didn't have her do anything that made her uncomfortable. As considering yeah. she continues to like, you know, play tribute to this episode, I want to think that Cassandra Steele is okay with it. Yeah, so. that it's like a good memory and it was a good time. But that's a good point because I watched this episode with my partner because who doesn't show someone this episode? This is the right. episode this, you show this people. This is it. And, um, you know, like, men really be like, I'm um, pretty sure I'm not supposed to be watching this. Yes, yes. Literally when I got to that part, he was like, okay, this is weird. And I was like, valid. This is valid. <laughs> yes, valid concern. So um, not the first time I've heard that. Anyway, so she shows up, she, her thong sticking out of her pants. We overhear JT's conversation with Toby about how he's surprised to suddenly be interested in Manny. Then Manny comes around the corner in her new look and JT walks into a wall because he's so distracted by it. Liberty makes it known to Manny that she doesn't appreciate seeing her underwear, thong, and alludes to telling Mr. Radish about it. Manny tells Liberty, mind your business, bitch. Except she doesn't say the word bitch, but she should have. No, because she calls them underpants. And I actually would have been like, are you five, one, and two? Shut the hell up. (laughs) So during lunch, Emma seems to be in support of like Manny's new look. She's like, girl, it's working. She really wants Manny and, Manny, and M, or Manny and JT to end up together, which might be the reason why she ends up super angry with Manny later in the episode. But, like, let's remember mm-hmm. just this moment. None of Manny's look was for JT. It wasn't. Nope. She And I feel I have a hard time believing that she didn't just tell this. She didn't tell this to Emma. Emma should have known. She didn't do this look for JT. She did it because she wanted to look hot, but she wanted to look hot for Sully. Mm-hmm. that's true that's what inspired this whole conversation with Paige to which she changed her look exactly anyway so she's like Emma's over here gassing them up and Liberty overhears because she's like yeah like JT and Liberty's like hold on a second I mm-hmm. I didn't know you was interested in JT so you know Liberty man because she been stalking JT since the jump yes because if, if she wasn't going to tell on Manny before she's absolutely gonna tell on her now that she knows that she's right wearing these thongs quote unquote which she isn't but wearing them for JT and this is exactly what it was I didn't realize this originally but when I came back from my rewatch I was like oh so that's why Liberty's ass ran a snitch but anyway yeah in this moment Emma pulls Liberty away JT's about to ask Manny out when all of a sudden Sully who this whole look was for comes up and asks Manny about Emma's new club drawing her attention away from JT. JT is disappointed because he's like, damn girl, I was in the process when clearly you're not listening to me no more. Manny gets so excited that Sully, her OG crush, has finally noticed her and JT's moment is lost. Back at the Jeremiah household, 
well, we're not at his household. Joey actually goes to Caitlin's job to borrow her video camera. He tells her about how he was playing with um, Craig's band in the garage. And she's like, mm, I'm going to need you to remember that these are teens. She already and- knew just by him saying it like, oh, you're on this again, child. She knows. She she knows him. And you know what's mm-hmm. sitting wrong for not telling him about himself? Because Caitlin knows. And that's why they should have fucking been endgame. This is so frustrating because this is the start of it. It's just like the fact that she could read you before you even went on to the talk about how you were going to do the most with, for Craig. You should have been together, exactly. but whatever. Exactly. Joey does not pick up what she threw down. And so the band is practicing later that afternoon. And Joey is trying to motivate them to work on their stage presence as well as her sound. In addition to the sound, he thinks they should start with covers first, and we're, which is when he embarrasses Craig, and he's like, Craig, you know Faith by George Michael. <laughs> Craig's had enough. And the minute Joey leaves the room, they all start complaining about every single thing Joey has done. They And, you know, there's the one scene where Spinner then says, Gotta learn how to walk before you can run. <laughs> and after they all finish talking shit about Joey, the camera zooms in on Joey slash Caitlin's camera, which is still recording. I'm honestly surprised that Spinner was able to remember that quote because we all know that he will butcher common quotes. Oh, my <laughs> God. Every single time. I'm surprised. You're right. Like, this Absolutely. is the first time he gets it right. And I think it's just because it happened three minutes ago. But I will say, I didn't notice that, obviously, because I didn't get that trivia right. But I didn't notice that Joey was suggesting covers, which is actually a fact. Like, if you're going to be or start a band, you actually do need to perform a cover because no one's going to know your music otherwise. So That's what I'm perform- saying. Yes. Like, if you're performing, say you open for somebody, you do a cover. That's the only way to get the crowd interested before you do your own work. I've discovered lots right. of artists at shows that way. So he actually wasn't wrong for this. Um, they were just stupid. <laughs> right. Back to Degrassi, I think. Uh, Manny's thong is on full display, gaining the attention of every boy in school, except for Sean. I I don't know if I comment on this later. Yes. <laughs> So everyone shows up to Emma's environment meeting. JT oversees Sully and Manny flirting. Nobody's really paying attention to Emma, but she's still got a great turnout. Sean and Emma are talking and discussing Manny's new look. Like, Sean is like, how was your meeting? And she's like, they weren't there for me. And Sean is like, well, what's going on? And Manny comes up. Sean gets one look at Manny. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to go. I got to head out, actually. You're right. <laughs> I loved Sean's response. He said, you know, this ain't got shit to do with me. Yes, you're not about to set me up. Uh Uh-uh, I'm not about to talk to her in your face. (laughs) So Manny tells Emma that Sully likes Manuela better because he thinks it's exotic, which, gross. That's gross. (laughs) Mr. Raditz comes up to tell her that it's, and I just want to say, I really love the way Mr. Raditz, like, diplomatically has this conversation with her. He don't even look. There's no amount of, like, any creepy thing. He's like, girl, right. it's against the code of conduct to show your underwear. That's that. <laughs> I've, heard about gonna... your, I've heard about your underpants, okay? Yes. And so Manny is, like, super pissed. And Emma's like, oh, thank God. Maybe you're going to put that underwear back in your fucking pants <laughs> and you'll stop. You'll come back to my what I knew for all as we discussed, obviously Liberty went and snitched on her ass because she was like, you're not going to push up on my man. Um, Joey is watching the video footage from practice and unfortunately hands up saying that the guys are talking shit about him. Craig is double, triple, quadruple embarrassed again and Joey looks really hurt. But as we said earlier, Caitlin warned his ass. Mm-hmm. 
The next day, Craig apologizes to Joey. They make amends. Joey agrees to stay out of the band, but Craig can use the garage still because it does have better acoustics. That garage, that, that garage comes back again and again. That's also where some shit went down. Because, you know, it used to be cold mm-hmm. up in that garage. Craig will be using that garage for more than just band practice. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. It's tried and true. I mm. feel like in this situation, we know that Joey's being overbearing. But Craig could have definitely tried to not let his friends rag on him. Because they wouldn't have the footage if Craig would have just been like, all right, guys, chill. But, you know, teenage no, boys, I guess. They should have talked that shit, though. Yeah. I think they should have talked that shit. They should have just said it to his face then. Because I just feel bad for Joey because he was being overbearing but trying to be supportive because he gave he them was. a space. He was. It's 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 really hard because it was nice for Craig to have that support. But also, he was doing a lot. He was. A lot. He was. I mean, no one so, wants their dad in their band, so I feel right. that, but so, I feel bad. And, and Caitlin, Caitlin was right, ultimately. She said, no, I'm going to remember that they're teens and you not. Right. But, you know, he had to find Let that out the hard way. It'd be like that. Technology. Anyway, so it's the next day at school and Manny is back to reveal a new outfit. She's still wearing the lowrider jeans and Emma asks if she, Manny wants to get suspended. Do you see any underwear? No. That's but. right. Question. You know, I'd be big on the questions. Did you ever watch the, the movie 13? Girl, I thought of this freaking movie no when bra, I was watching this episode. No panties, no bra, no panties. Yes, I, I definitely did. That scene. Um, I was way up uh, as always, way too young to be watching it. But me and my really good friend definitely <laughs> watched it, and we're like, "This is so crazy!" Of like, you watched it. Gonna be nuts. And high school was not like the movie 13, thankfully, because that movie, like, right. mm, I'm glad. Um, in case you guys have not seen the movie 13, there's this, so the movie 13 is about a girl named Tracy. She was also super innocent. And somewhere in here, it's like she sees the girl Evie Samora and she's like, oh my God, she's so cool. Um, Tracy is played by what? Evan Rachel Wood and Evie Samora. Who's Evie Samora's actress? I can see her face. She's that bitch from Twilight. The little hating ass blonde bitch from Twilight who didn't Mm -hmm. like Bella. And honestly, who does? Anyway, (laughs) so that actress is Evie Samora. Tracy, the little blonde girl who's really innocent. And she's best friends with Vanessa Hudgens. Oh, yes. Exactly. Barely, but I can see her face. She ends up trying to get Evie Samora's attention. I think she gets her mom who's like in a recovery program for, I want to say narcotics anonymous, not entirely positive. So she's pretty like, she lives in a low income home. Her mom's going through recovery. Her mom's boyfriend is also going through recovery in and out of the house. Things are a little bit stressful for her and she wants to be cool. So her mom gets her some new jeans and she ends up getting in with the crowd of Evie Samora and like stealing and doing drugs and things mm-hmm. are just spiraling, getting out of control. And there's a scene where her mom is getting like super afraid about what's happening to her daughter because she's like, you were just playing with Barbies with your friends in the yard. And now like you are literally on drugs, cutting, doing super like, I don't even know who the hell you are anymore. Like you've got a tongue ring and a belly button ring. And she's like, and actually I think in this scene, she's like, yeah, you know what this is? It's a tongue ring. And this is a belly button ring. No bra, no panties. No bra, no panties. And honestly, I still don't understand why the fuck she said that to her mother. Like, Isn't I don't, that like, crazy? Like, what about like what? What about being reckless? Like, I, are reckless people do they not have bras and panties on? 
What is this code for? I have never understood what having no bra and no panties meant to having a belly button ring and a tongue ring. Yeah, I literally just a way to mock her, I guess. But you know what's also funny? Did you see the Lifetime movie? She's too young. Uh, and you know, wasn't Emma in that shit? Emma was in it. So in this I'm moment, saying, I'm thinking of that too. Ass bitch. Yes, because you I'm know what happened with Emma. My good, my good sis has syphilis in that movie, so that <laughs> is crazy. And doesn't she have syphilis up her throat? Because I'm gonna so. be sucking that dick. Yes, I'm just saying. Damn. <laughs> All right. Um. Uh, back <laughs> to the subject. So, Manny's not wearing any underwear. <laughs> she gets called to the front of the class to feed the frogs, and she accident accidentally drops the food. She bends down to pick it up, and everyone is excitedly looking to see if they'll see a, her butt crack. Which makes me think of in the future seasons, maybe like season nine, Claire's hating ass being like, Jenna, your butt crack is showing. Anyway, back to season three. <laughs> JT interrupts and volunteers himself before anyone can see her ass crack. Later that day, Nosy as Emma oversees JT inviting Manny on a date. Sully comes up and he's like, mm, JT, you need to go. And Manny turns JT down in a really much nicer way. She's like, JT, I'm really sorry. Like, I'm busy. Right. Emma comes up and she's like, Manny, you just broke JT's heart. You're dressing like an idiot. But what I really care about is how you're acting. Because it sounds more like you're jealous. Manny, of course, has to tell Emma that she's jealous. But also she says some. she has some valid points. She's mm-hmm. like, mm, Emma, I'm always there for you. So the one time when it's not about you, it's not about your mama being pregnant. It's not about you fighting with Sean. It's not about you not having a daddy. Mm. You catch an attitude. Manny tells Emma that this is who she is now. And if Emma can't accept that, she shouldn't talk to her. So in the words of Fantasia, if you don't want me, then don't talk to me. (laughs) Go ahead and free yourself. (laughs) Manny is later seen going on a date with Sully at the dot. She sees JT walking by with Emma. Gross because Sully responds to Manny as Manuela. And honestly, it's hard because it's like to a certain extent, Manny did change herself to be with Sully. But I think she's happier in this look. But she also changed her name. So she was changing kind of a lot. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think she was ready to grow up. And we have seen in the past Emma's really averse to seeing Manny kind of flourish and blossom. So... Um, are you team Emma or Manny? See, I struggled with this thought. Um, cause you just brought up a lot of good points that I didn't consider. Like, like, yes, we know Emma can really not be supportive of Manny. And like, I can respect her for like trying to communicate to Manny about her panties or lack thereof. Like, but I feel like it could have been addressed better. Like if that's what she wants to do, that's fine. But I don't know what that has to do with you. Um, but I do think that she was right in the sense that she told her that her like ego was getting to her head. Cause again, like you're saying though, this did happen in a matter of like two days. Yeah. So it's like, if this is happening in two days, what are you about to be like in two weeks, three weeks? Do you know what I mean? Like it, I don't mm-hmm. think it should be that drastic for you to make these changes for this person. But I mean, Manny is grown and she, we know she comes from a sheltered house. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. she's probably tired of it and she doesn't want what her parent, like the attitude and the energy her parents give her coming from her friends. So I think that's fair. Yeah, I am team overall team Manny, but mm-hmm. 
Emma did have some points and she did communicate. She's like, you know, like you're, you're acting kind of foul. But I also said earlier, Mandy didn't OJT shit. None of this was no, for she him. Didn't. It's not my fault that you like me. Um, I'm glad that you could nicely turn me down. Mm-hmm. Um, because like, I think, and there, there was a time in high school or in college where someone did ask me out and I was like, oh, that was really nice, but I'm actually not really interested. And people were like, well, you should have just gone on a date with him. Why? I know I'm not interested. No. I'm not wasting his time and mine for someone who I know I'm not interested in. And like for me at that point in time, I wasn't attracted to him. And I know that it's more than just about looks, but it's like you should be attracted to the person who you're with. Mm-hmm. So it's like if I'm not physically attracted to you, there are a lot of different things. Um, Like, what are we doing? I'm not like, yeah, you're a great guy, a good friend, but I'm not going to force myself to be miserable. And then we go on a couple of dates and now I'm stuck because I'm just like, nah, I don't know how to break things off. Like, right. We could just nip this in the bud right now. I know that you're a great friend, but I'm not interested in you. And that's exactly what Manny did to JT. And I don't see a problem with that. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So I think ultimately I am team Manny because she was going after what she wanted and she did that and shouts to her because she figured it out and wanted to do that. But if JT was going to be her friend, he should be her friend regardless of what she looks like. Like he didn't care before. He doesn't need right. to be with her now. Y'all can be friends, you know? Right. And I also, but I also think that Emma just could have kept her mouth shut for once. Like we don't yeah, really get true. to see her supporting Manny a lot. She always first comes in and is like, you need to stop doing what you're doing. We saw mm-hmm. that with the cheerleading issue. We're seeing this now. We're going to see this yeah. in maybe like 10 or so episodes. May- Emma always wants to make her opinion known. And that's not a good supportive friend. And she be annoying. So yeah. I can agree with that. You know what? I forgot to ask when we were in the thick of this, though. The Because we've talked about it here on the show before, like dress codes and shit like that. Like, I understand in Manny's situation because her underwear was showing. So that's wild. But on the flip side, I definitely got sent home once for wearing a skirt to high school that had worn several times before. Like I've been in and out of that school with it. And I remember coming in one time, excuse me, and my like administrator was like, we used to go through metal detectors, um, which made sense because we went to school downtown. So better safe than sorry. Anyway, she was standing near the metal detectors and really like with a ruler, just like looking at everybody's outfit. That bored ass bitch. Right. Why are you so bored? I got sent home. But why would you rather send me home and keep me from learning? Because you're worried about the guys at my school looking at my skirt that is a centimeter above my knee. I don't understand you know, and, that. And and there's a lot of research that basically shit talks dress codes and how it, they essentially restrict girls and women or female presenting students from education because right. it implies that, first of all, our responsibility to manage how other people respond to us which it is not teach people to be have control self-control over themselves basically you know my outfit should not distract them from their education but so in order because you basically put the the nature of their education above mine by sending me home now i'm not in school and i have things i need like being in school is important and you sent me home over some bullshit because you put boys over me and that's shit Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of shit about that and how dress codes are inherently sexist. I will say that the in this scene is like, well, there's no underwear showing. And that's kind of a gender neutral thing. It's mm-hmm. not just no thong showing. It's also no boxer showing. I'm sure also fits into that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you a lot of more pushes towards making sure that gen- like 
um, dress codes are gender neutral. So you can't tell, for example, you can't say that boys can't wear earrings if girls can wear earrings. So it's either got to be no one can wear earrings or everyone can wear earrings. So they've got there. There have been some districts, um, probably in the bigger cities with more liberal districts that have generally tried to make a push. But as someone who works in education in a pretty liberal city, I can let you know that, you know, you can only do so much. So, mm-hmm. and I want to say that a lot of it is more so to create an inclusive, a more inclusive setting for the non-binary and trans students and less about creating equality or equity for um, female presenting students. It's, it's not like we care about y'all not like being sent home and shit. It's more like, okay, I guess we got to make an inclusive setting for trans and non-binary students, which is great, but it doesn't, but like it's to say that it doesn't seem like the inspiration was to address the inequity in education between boys and girls. It was to address another inequity, which happens to benefit our female presenting students as well. So I guess it's still good. Either way, sexist. And I think there's an episode. Yes. There's a storyline on a later season with Imogen. Do you remember Imogen? I do. I, I do. I kind of remember the right? scenario. And she gets pissed because we'll get to it. But basically, I think she doesn't. She somehow forgets to put on a bra, which is something that a big titty bitch like myself would never do. But she <laughs> Can't forgets forget to put that. on a bra. And I guess maybe somewhere in there, something's visible. And I think she's reprimanded for it. And she's like, the fuck? It's not my fault that, like, my nipples are out. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but she has some points. So also, I just want to say today, um, my coworkers are discussing, like, how traumatic brain injuries and other type of brain injuries can impact executive functioning and cognitive skills and, like, what you have to do if you do experience a head injury. And there's a storyline for Degrassi on that one as well for Drew. So I, I shared it. And they were, I was like, I'm telling you guys, Degrassi goes there. There's literally a plot line for everything. Every scenario. And I know my coworkers are tired of me. (laughs) But yes, I mean, I guess this also, just to bring it back, at least Radage was just like, do not do this tomorrow versus being like, bitch, go home. She wasn't probably learning that day anyway. She was too worried about her outfit. But he didn't send her home. He just warned her about the next time, which I would have appreciated because... Yeah. Why are you sending me home? Because I had to have someone come drop off jeans to school, yeah. which is stupid. I agree. And I don't know if Imogen was under Radich, but I know that I want to say after a lot of the stuff that went down at Degrassi, the gonorrhea outbreak, the school shooting, there was like a crackdown on everything. So this is probably a more like mm-hmm. last time where they're able to do some things and, you know, there's, but in future Degrassi, when they've got like the, the dress codes and everything and everything's super strict, her ass would have been sent home. Yeah. <laughs> in the quickness, they would have saw her walk through that door and they'd be like, turn your ass around and go home. Yeah. Try again, bitch. <laughs> um, do you have anything else you want to share? Let's see. Um, only other random thing. Do you remember the drink Fruitopia? Yes. Does this still not exist anymore? I don't know. But Liberty had one and it brought me back to when we had a... Oh my god, like a vending machine at my elementary school for whatever reason. And I used to get Fruitopia. Okay, so I'm confused because I googled Fruitopia and um, I got lube. I'm screaming. Is it? I'm literally on, I'm on Amazon right now and it says Fruitopia personal lubricant. Okay. Um. Not Amazon. There's a Wikipedia <laughs> for it. <laughs> I'm hollering. I'm 
must have spelled it wrong. I must have spelled it wrong. And yes, I did. Fruitopia spelled F R U I. Yeah. P O P I A. And uh, the lube is spelled F R U T O P I A, in case anyone was curious. That's funny. And- Apparently, they sell Fruitopia at Walmart. So if you are one of our Canadian listeners, like we talked about earlier, you can get thongs and Fruitopia at Wally World. You're welcome. <laughs> But that's all I have. This episode had so many good, like, throwback outfits, items, just random things. So, well, good time. I guess it's time for my super embarrassing story. Um, oh, yes. You know, because, you know, I did watch this episode, and and I believe, when I was 13. And so this scene with Manny encouraged me to also change up my look. So I went and I bought my first bright blue thong, probably from, like, Hot Topic or somewhere in the mall. Not one of the kiosks. Got it. And then my friends were like, hey, there's this club called Zero Gravity. It might not have been called Zero Gravity. No idea what it's called. But it's a teen club. So we're going to go to this teen club and we're going to party. And I was like, yeah. And I'm going to wear my low rise jeans and my bright blue thong. And I'm going to be so cool. Now, it's crazy because if you could see a picture of me when I was 13, let me just tell you. I did not look like Manny. Um, so for context, I got, you know, I've got really thick, curly we're going to go with 4A hair. It's, you know, light brown. I did not know what a bobby pin was. I did not know what gel was. I did not know how to lay edges. At that point in time, I got a relaxer. So my hair was relaxed. It was probably still really curly at the edges. I had no idea what I was doing. I barely knew how to throw a comb through it. It was it was not a good time. Um, I also had braces and my teeth were jacked up. I had braces for like three and a half years. So I had jacked up teeth with braces jacked up hair and you know i was 13 and back in 2003 13 year olds look like shit like i know that right now 13 year olds have youtube and they have like ulta and stuff i had claire's and i had claire's (laughs) so i have bright probably bright blue eyeshadow with a bright blue thong um probably (laughs) devil horn sticking up on my head and and so i was not i did not look like manny i look more like liberty in a thong like liberty exactly as she looks every day with a thong pulled up to her titties oh my god And so we're going to this club zero gravity and i'm like i'm gonna look cute looking like liberty and but you know lo and behold bitches can never plan so unfortunately my period came that night and i was like (sighs) but i'm determined i'm gonna wear my damn thong but, you know, I was 13. It was 2003. And, you know, everyone doesn't transition to, to you know, tampons. So I had to wear a pad. Um, so I wore regular underwear with a pad. But I was determined to wear my thong. So I put my thong over my underwear. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you were really determined. Not that you wore two pairs of panties <laughs> to show off one. <laughs> I had no business being in that fucking club. I had That's no so business. I had no business owning that underwear. I had no business existing. <laughs> Did but your I mom would... know that you had a thong? Um, I mean, probably not. Yeah. Okay. That I was mean, when you could buy like you still she can. Does now. You can buy single ones. Yeah. Hi, she mom. <laughs> As as dramatic as she is, I guarantee she'd be like she probably said some shit like if you wear thongs you get pregnant. My mom was super dramatic and crazy, and I just want to let you know that um, I didn't. Not that if you wear thongs you do get pregnant, but like clearly I am an example of well 
I mean, if you had seen me, Liberty in a thong pulled up to her titties, you know why I didn't get pregnant. You would know. <laughs> Which is ironic because Liberty does. Anyway. Right. So that was my story. No, you know. <laughs> that was my story of my how Manny inspired me to try a new look. I want to still let you guys know that I only made this mistake once. I then reverted back to being Liberty and happily so. Hate myself. That was a great story. I'm so glad you shared. I do just wish that Manny from last week was here because she has a lot of good teen club stories. So, oh, of course she does. Of we'll course revisit. she does. <laughs> we'll revisit. We'll have her come uh, on when we do like the rave episode or something because there's lots of good oh, stories. Oh God, sure yes, yes, she has to come back because she was way cooler than me. She got she's got some Manny stories. I've got some Liberty life stories. <laughs> it balances it, it each other out. I realized this weekend with her in town. I was just like, bitch, why are you friends with me? <laughs> Shut like, up. <laughs> she has her nails done. She's got her lashes done. Do you know she wears perfume around the house? Like I was like, oh she's God. got perfume on and she's like, is our house, my house scent. And then <gasps> we went out and she put on a different scent. And she's like, this is my going out the house. And I'm just like, you are so fucking fabulous. I don't understand why you're friends with me. Now she's again. so bougie. <laughs> so bougie. Yes, yeah, so we're just and I'm just sitting there talking shit with my other like super low maintenance friend. <laughs> I'm just like yeah. I don't understand how. I'm pretty sure that this would this pairing would not have happened 15 years ago in high school. Somehow we would have never crossed paths. <laughs> That's great. It's giving her hair I'm Rue. It's it's really giving I'm Rue and you're Maddie. And Maddie, except she I'm not on Maddie drugs. Energy. Yes, she does. Yeah, that's. I guess that's how I warmed her her heart by doing her hair back in college. I mean, yeah, I think that's how you could win her over easy because homegirl loves to have her hair done. Obviously, you're saying her lashes, her nails, like that is a way to her heart for sure. Oh, you're right. I gotta keep bringing that shit to the table. Damn, she's like, she's like, yeah, girl. Well, I can come to the, uh, I can come to your city for a party, and I was like, I don't leave my house. What the <laughs> fuck would you come here for a party for? I mean, are we going to Target? Party City. <laughs> anyway, um, back to Degrassi. We're done with our Degrassi comments. Oh, my moral for this episode was to support your friends and mind your, mind your business. That's what Manny should, or that's what Emma should have done. Absolutely. I second that. I didn't have a moral. My prediction, though, is that uh, Sean is my mama, very... My mama was <laughs> right. Mom yeah. My mama said, girls and thongs. What'd she say? <laughs> Um, my prediction is that we're gonna hopefully soon find out why Sean has been so absent. We know that it has a lot to do with this class that he's taking. What is it? Shop or whatever. So mm-hmm. I'm very happy for him. Um, but he's been very absent in Emma's, uh, like storylines recently. So that's the only thing I noticed, but I'm totally 100% agreeing with that moral because, you know, sometimes you just gotta mind your business and let your friends live their life. Mm-hmm. They don't ask for much else. All right, so <clears throat> next on Degrassi, the skeletons in Marco's closet are brought to the forefront when Ellie refuses to pretend to be his girlfriend any longer, and he soon falls for Paige's gay brother, Dylan. Spinner's vocal homophobia 
only makes it worse. Meanwhile, Snake suddenly develops a mysterious illness that causes spontaneous bleeding and dizziness. I think next week's episode is a two-part episode. Yep, it is. So can't wait for another two-part episode, which will be laced with many trigger warnings or preface with a trigger warning and then a bunch of shit going throughout it. As you heard me mention, Spinner's homophobia. homophobia. It's pretty bad, just as a disclaimer. So if you are triggered by hearing homophobic comments, I would recommend that you skip next episode or listen on mute so we still get the listen, but like you don't have to be triggered. Whatever whatever works, um, whatever it takes, okay? To stay safe. <clears throat> that wraps this week's episode of Below the Dot Podcast. If you enjoyed your listen, please tell a friend to tell a friend. To hold you over between episodes, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok under some derivative of the username Below the Dot. Not to be confused with the other little Below the Dot bitch who got a YouTube channel. <clears throat> Feel free to reach out with any questions, comments, or concerns on either of our social media accounts or email us at whateverittakes385 at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back this time next week. Yeah.